1: have a voice no matter what because somebody that looks like them is always in
0: in control. Frank, candid and straight to the point.
2: Well, it's just a skewed uh, system. Of course
0: it is. It's a lot of
1: judgment.
2: But but answer my question
1: though. Should we let people go? Should we let people go? Like, let's just forget about bail altogether. And if your neighbor commits a homicide and kills people, nah, if you kill people and they next to you and you just let them come back and live right next to you, They can live upstairs from you. Let them come in your house.
0: Frank, candid and straight to the point. This is the best radio show in the state of Wisconsin. Truth in the afternoon with Dr. Ken Harris on 1017 The Truth and The Truth app. Now, he's the mayor
1: of the city of Milwaukee. He's a young man, give him a chance. I only complain about things that I care about. What I want you to do is pretend like I'm in St. Louis. And all I'm asking the mayor and the county council president and the county council, show me.
0: Now, live from the American Family Insurance Studio at the Avenue in the heart of downtown Milwaukee, here is Dr. Ken Harris.
1: i was do humming. 833-212-1017 is the number you're listening to. Truth in the afternoon. Again, congratulations, Jackie. She going be – she's now a finalist, so she, she might win some loot tomorrow. Wouldn't, wouldn't that be wild? You take three months worth signing up five days a week, right? Signing up, signing up and 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 somebody calls on the last day of the last show and the last time and wins. I wouldn't be mad at her. I would not be mad at all. Number five. So, I don't know what to say, but if you check a certain Instagram. Are, are, are you a, a, do you subscribe to Shade Room? Yeah. You you subscribe to Black Twitter? Okay. Are they going to call it what, Black X? Which kind of defeats the purpose of it being Black X. But yeah. So, congratulations are in order for Kim Kardashian. She announced the new partnership between her brand, Skims, and the NBA. Her brand is now the official underwear partner. Of the NBA, WNBA, and USA Basketball. I guess so. I guess Kim knows a lot about (laughs) NBA player underwear, huh? Hmm. Okay. (sighs) Yeah. I ain't mad at her. Billionaire that she is. Design underwear. I'm going to design me some socks. I'm going to design socks. Something innocuous, right?
3: The Kardashians tried socks. They just didn't get very far with it. So, you know, go for it.
1: I'm not a Kardashian, thank God. Even better. <laughs> <laughs> Who <are> you tell her? <laughs> and so when somebody brought it up that it was underwear, I was like, "Well, she understands men's underwear very well, so I think it would only be appropriate." I don't know. That wasn't mean. I'm just saying she 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 models and does things, and so she know. It ain't like it's a far cry from. Men's and women's underwear. I mean, stuff.
0: You are listening to Truth in the Afternoon. You don't like me? You don't like me that much? Look, look.
1: You don't like me that much? You're trying to get rid of me that fast? <laughs> yeah, I have it on proof. It is on. It'll be on the internet. I mean, it'll live in press. Is it posterity? Posterity or pro? Anyway. It'll be there forever. <laughs> That was funny. That was funny. Um, but yeah, so congratulations to her. She and and in all seriousness, she she has a profound um ability to do marketing and all that. She came out with socks? Why? Wow.
3: The brother did. Way, way, way back when I forgot his name. Robert? Robert.
1: He was named after Dad? Yeah.
3: Okay. He made some socks.
1: Yeah. <coughs> <laughs> Woo! Number four. Well, Alderman Michael Murphy, if you're looking to be be an alderman and you live in a certain place, like the 10th District, um, he announced today he will not be seeking re-election. He plans to leave office in April of 2024. He has served as alderman for 35 years. I think that's too long for anybody. Um, He did issue a statement, and uh, basically it said, public service is an honor and privilege, and thank you for granting me that honor. I just read the last line because I wasn't going to read the whole thing because I think it's just, it's just too much. Number three. Criminal charges have been filed against two people in connection with the death of a five-year-old found dead inside a dumpster. Officials who charged a 27-year-old David uh, Paitora and a 15-year-old not named or pictured for the following first-degree intentional homicide, physical abuse of a child repeated acts causing death and hiding a corpse. <clears throat> I read the complaint. The the complaint that was filed at the DA's office. And basically, they both made admissions that they had something to do with this kid's death to the point where when the detectives found blood in the house, they actually, like, Checked their phones and traced their phones back where they went. And it showed that they had gone and dumped the body and they went and checked and found the body in the dumpster. And that when challenged, the adult, the 27-year-old David Paitura, who's a white male, um, admitted to it. He made admission. So it's, it's interesting. I'm, I am devastated. By this, His mother kept him home from school with a cough and sore throat. The complaint says the child's mother last saw him around 9 a.m. Um, when he says McCree wanted to go into the basement of the home to play video games. Who are these people in your house? Who are these extra people? Complaint says Paitura eventually told authorities he walked in on the 15-year-old choking the child but didn't intervene. It goes on to say the two bound and gagged the child, put the child's body in a garbage bag, and continued to beat him repeatedly at times using a barbell and then taking turns striking with a golf club. During an interview with authorities, Pictura told investigators the 15 year old had talked for some time about wanting to kill someone. He said the teenager never liked McCree and had discussed wanting to kill him. A 15-year-old talking about they wanted to kill a 5-year-old. The complaint says surveillance video was recovered, appearing to show the two suspects with a white garbage bag walking through an alley in the 5400 block of West Valley. The pair were allegedly captured, walking up to the dumpster where the body was recovered. Hmm. Is there a reason we don't have the death penalty in Wisconsin? Is there a reason? I don't know. Number two. Um, I don't know if you all know who this guy is, but he is. Uh, he owns Monaco Brewing Company. Conservative Wisconsin newspaper publisher is in no doubt hoisting a cold one to a local jury that has ordered a brewery-owning liberal activist to pay $750,000 in the state's largest defamation judgment. James Friedman, the attorney for the Wisconsin Newspaper Association, said the previous record for libel in Wisconsin was $450,000. There were two such cases um, in 1992 against the journal sentinel I'm sorry, the Milwaukee Sentinel and the more recent one over a book claiming the 2012 Sandy Hook school shooting never happened. I'm quite certain there's never been a million dollar verdict in Wisconsin in a defamation case. So says Friedman, who's an attorney at Godfrey and Kahn. So I think this is the biggest one. Now, on Friday, a Oneida County jury took three hours, including a lunch break, to order Monaco Brewing Company owner, Kirk. Bankstat to pay $750,000 for defaming Lakeland Times publisher Greg Walker in Pulse on the brewery's popular social media outlets. Among other things, 13-member jury found Bankstat has smeared Walker by calling him a crook and a misogynist. Uh, Bankstat, who operates a federal super PAC, was also found to have defamed Walker by claiming in a Facebook post he had engaged in elder abuse of his father, and may have let his 23-year-old brother bleed to death in a hunting accident so he could inherit the newspaper business. Under the jury verdict, Bankstat and his brewery are to pay 320 in compensatory damages, and Bankstat is to pay $430,000 in punitive damage out of his own pocket for his Facebook posts about Walker's deceased brother and father. The jury concluded Bankstat acted in with malice, with that on April 22nd of 2022 post. So, wow. Bankstead, who ran unsuccessfully as a Democrat for the Assembly in 2020, declined to discuss. Shocking. The Lakeland Times editorial paper is, editorial page is conservative. Um, he said, I'll, I'll talk to the Journal Sentinel, but I prefer not to talk to you, said Bankstead, who Super PAC recently asked state Supreme Court's new liberal majority to eliminate funding for the school's four taxpayer-funded school voucher programs and independent charter schools. So, And they say they'll fight the verdict, but I don't know. I don't know. Interesting. Very, very interesting. Number one. You know, we've been hearing over the past few years, um, enrollment for black students in colleges fell by – 90,000 between 2017 and 2022 and university officials say rising tuition can actually deter low-income students and students of color from attending college. Well, we looked at a, at a, at a place this past August and Wilberforce university in Ohio says, while colleges and universities have seen declines, the black student enrollment for years Said uh, Jonas Tellis, um, the vice president of enrollment at Wilberforce, said for HBCUs such as Wilberforce, applications are up 20 percent across the U.S. HBCUs are increasingly becoming the first choice for some of the country's most sought after students. Um, Tellis said even said said funding cuts, um, even so, in the last decade have contributed to big tuition increases. But as a result, a greater burden of Paying for college has been put on the students and makes it hard for them to enroll and graduate. These cuts have worsened the racial and class inequities since rising tuition can deter low-income students and students of color from attending college. That's why he believes strategies put into place to address the enrollment gap. Um, He believes this should be a, Collaborative effort involving educational institutions, policymakers, community organizations, and and other stakeholders. He said doing it this way would help promote higher education and access to it. What are your thoughts? I mean, I think it would be great. I think it's important that we go to school, um, graduate, and really, really make this country – a great place for us to live. So, but that's just me. 833-212-1017 is the number. When we come back, do you know what it means to be black and part of the bourgeoisie? We'll see.
0: You are listening to Truth in the Afternoon with Dr. Ken Harris on 1017 The Truth, The Truth app and 1017thetruth.com. Slick, DJ Sarasa. Chicka 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 boom boom. I can't help it. Like a heavy deck
3: of car, so I dealt it. I'm the fire from the spark, and you felt it. Pull a lightning from the dark, then you melted. I was
1: building up an arc when it's raining. Well, no better time to stop when we're painting. Well, you wanna make a mark? What you saying? What you playing? What you saying, baby? What you saying? Make a statement now, no delay. Fashion in the breeze, we don't sway. Why they hating? Escapating bad mind. Watch your face when I read them. Heard them talking dreams they were chasing. Now they snorting keys off a basin. Now they down on knees when they praying.
2: Why you faking jeez Time bleed.
1: You're listening to Truth in the Afternoon. Time hey. i Wasted. Hey. 833-212-1017 I can't help it. is the number. Before I get the call, let me check the talking text line. Mr. Giggles, what's popping? You silly. Lime and bitters? Mm. I don't want to pass out. I just want to get rid of the <laughs> I, I just want to get rid of. Um, nothing short of satanic. They don't need a trial. They need five minutes alone with the child's father who would have some special equipment donated by me. <laughs> That's the those are the two lunatics that kill that precious five year old. So anyway. Al, you're on the award-winning 101.7 The Truth. How are you today?
3: I'm doing fine. I know you were talking about education. Mm-hmm. I think another good way, if you really want to boost education for black people, and we always push in education, I would say give them their their associate degree free. Give them a free associate degree. And the reason why I would say that is because majority of historic black colleges or majority of majority black of colleges was built with slave labor. And they had an insurance policy on the slaves. Not all and of when them. When the slaves died. Not, not all of them was well, built with all. slave labor. I, I understand that. But some of them, when the slave died, they just turned the insurance policy in and got free labor. And then think about where we, where we is in this world. We got money for all other people that's not black. And we know reparations is not coming. And we know we have a problem with humanity and equality. So give these black people the opportunity to have our associate degree. Since they always say, pull yourself up by the, boot, by the bootstraps, considering they didn't get land or $30,000.
1: But but then so maybe to make it equitable, wouldn't you then have to give it to everybody?
3: Well, I mean, they they can do that too. They can give it to everybody too. I mean, we got billions of dollars for weapons and religion, you know, and what money they, we spend on religion. Countries.
1: Oh well, what money we well, spend just, on religion?
3: Well, you know, well, you well, well, let me say it like this: Well, when they sit here and they you know come to vote, then they want to start putting you know these Bible views like Paul Mason bottles. We got money for everything else. And we want to oh. talk about humanity and dignity, give people the right to get an education. And they don't have to sit up here and say, well, people are on welfare, that where welfare was already created for a certain group of people, along with the projects. So if you give everybody the right to get an education, then they don't have to tell nobody poor they themselves or buy the bootstraps. Or, if not the case, go after these banks like Mechanics Bank, Farmington Bank, because you know those banks were well, here in Oklahoma during the, the bombing. They so all were forty-three so then, billion, 17 billion,
1: First of all, I agree. What do we do then with the ones that don't go to school?
3: Well, you just wash your hands of them. We gave you the opportunity. If you choose not to better yourself, then you rock. But That's then, the decision you
1: make. But then is that are you erring on the side of not giving people the 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 support and the humanity that they deserve for just being a human being
3: would would, uh, go a little in depth for that because you kind of lost me on that well what you mean by that earlier
1: you said that that we keep you know the world keeps talking about you know, respect and dignity and giving people that. And, and one of the ways for people to pull oh, yeah. themselves up by their bootstraps is for to us to pay for two years of college. And I agree. I think it should be compulsory. But we can't get kids to go to high school that's free. So I don't know if we're going to get them to go to college. But it might be cheaper, right? Because if you so few of them go that we could do that. But
3: well. is, it,
1: is it humane to then discard those who decide they don't want to continue to go and get a two-year degree.
3: Well, then if you, if you make the choice not to go, then you just rock. And when things don't work in your favor, we laid the foundation. We gave you the opportunity. But then we do that, that with high school. too? Want.
1: But then we do that with high school and, they, and, and many don't take um, advantage of it. And well, I'm not talking about just black. I'm talking about across America.
3: Well, that's because those probably didn't have the type of uh, motivation, inspiration, but... uh, Uh, No, 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 Al. I
1: think think we're making an assumption about that. We don't really know why they're not going. Yeah, they just don't go. Like, I don't understand why. It it can't be the same for everybody.
3: Well, I know it's not the same for everybody, but prime example, they show this Kia boy, He's standing on the porch dancing with this big old gun in the front, in front of his pants. His mama come outside with this cherry red wig on and say, turn that music down, okay? Now, why that boy couldn't be in school? Because since you created him, you made him, you break him, okay? Okay. Spare the wife for all the child, okay? So, so if these kids are not going to school, it's because they didn't have a back and a neck broken from birth, Okay. That's the real reason and some people don't have the motivation right and if you don't have the motivation, then you rock or you don't if you don't want to go to school you get out of my house but what and happened but what happened you? to a
1: helping hand what 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 happened to lifting up your brother what happened to bringing people up you know who who well, who have less than you isn't it us who are successful which gets me to the whole black bourgeoisie? Conversation isn't it up to us noblesse oblige to reach back and bring well, up those who don't have?
3: You can do that, but you can't help nobody who don't want to help themselves. Because you spend all that time trying to help somebody who don't help themselves, that's wasted energy. You help those who want to be helped. Those who do not want to, those who don't, those who do not want to help themselves, you let them rot. Plain and simple. Because now you're taking that time that you could be helping somebody who wants to help go forward, but you're taking this time trying to help somebody who's just going on, get along, who really don't have the inspiration, dedication, or the determination. But, so since they don't want to help themselves, let them ride.
1: Can I do both?
3: I mean, you can, you can still do both, too, but that person needs to show, show some gratitude and show some motivation that they want to become a better person. But what if they don't if know they how? They want to drag the what if
1: they don't know how what if they've never seen they've never seen. one of the reasons why black kids are so good at being basketball and football players is because that's what they see what if they saw the dentist and the doctor and the lawyer and the teacher and the pharmacist you know what i'm saying the 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 electrician the carpenter what if they saw them
3: well, you can still show them, but if they chose, if they choose, that's not what they want to be. Let them rot. It's nothing you can do if you show them and they see it and they still have no, they have no, no love or no interest. If you show them and they don't have no love or interest, let them rot. That's all you can do because you can't make, you can't help nobody who don't want to help themselves. That's right. life.
1: All right. Well, thank you much. I appreciate it. 833-212-1017 is the number. Traffic, sports, and weather up next.
0: More of Truth in the Afternoon with Dr. Ken Harris is next on 1017 The Truth, the Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com. The Truth in the Afternoon with Dr. Ken Harris is next on 1017 the truth, the Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com.
1: You're listening to Truth in the Afternoon. I'm your host Dr. Ken Harris 833 uh, 212 what? Okay, I I I quit. I quit. It's supposed to snow tomorrow. I quit. I'm leaving. All right, packing up. Packing up. See you later. I'm 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 getting my Okay, I put, I put my book up already. I got my paper all right. You're gonna finish the show. You're not gonna. Th- you're not gonna finish the show. You go. Just- nope. <laughs> you just gonna go off the air. You done. We done. <laughs> wow. So I'm a little. Um. 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 Snow showers. High thirty seven degrees. Southwest winds shifting to northwest, fifteen to twenty five miles. So on top of all that. It's a 60% chance of snow. Snow accumulation is less than one inch. Higher wind gusts possible. What's Wednesday like? Partly sunny? High of 42? Oh, man. Snow? Are you kidding? I quit. I'm out of here. I'm done. Sayonara, see you later. Adios. What's the what's the saying? See you later, alligator, after a while, crocodile? I ain't heard that in a long time. Why are you laughing? Why are you laughing? Because it's old. You're supposed to say yes. Oh. The term black bourgeoisie refers to the black middle and upper middle class in America, particularly those who have achieved a certain level of social economic and educational status. The terms sometimes carry both neutral and critical connotations. One of my favorite authors, who I didn't agree with a lot, but I loved reading him, E. Franklin Frazier, a prominent African-American sociologist, wrote in the book in in 1957 Black Bourgeoisie, in which he critically examined the social world of the black middle class. Frazier argued That this class had become disconnected from the wider black community and was often more concerned with superficial status symbols and mimicking white middle class values than with addressing the systemic racial inequalities in America. It's worth noting that while Frazier's work was groundbreaking and remains influential, his his perspective is just one among many in discussions about the black middle class. And over time, the socioeconomic landscape of America has evolved. So to have the complexities and nuances associated with the term black bourgeoisie. And so then the question I had was about responsibility, about the the responsibility of the black middle class, the, the upper class to the broader black community, that's been a topic of debate for years. Scholars, activists, uh, teachers, uh, poets, community leaders, fraternities, sororities, you name it, everybody. Now, while individual perspectives differ, I think that there are some themes that we need to look at. And, and I've identified about seven of them seven is the number of perfection. I've I've identified seven of them that if we could do these, I believe the black community would grow. First, economic investment. People with financial means need to invest in black-owned businesses, startups, and ventures. That's it. Number two, mentoring and education. We just talked about it. I had a lengthy conversation with Al as it relates to it. Al makes a very, 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 very strong, very cogent, very clear, very concise argument on the fact. And I agree with it that we need free two year education. Number three, representation. Those in prominent positions, use their platforms to challenge stereotypes and Remember the what the hundred Black men model. What they see is what they'll be. Show yourself so people can see you and be like you. And then there's philanthropy, continuing uh, scholarships, funding community projects, supporting Black focused nonprofits. Not for free, because I don't. It's just, just me. I personally don't think anybody should get anything for free. I think they can have sweat equity and get it. But I don't think you could just get something for absolutely nothing. Number five, advocacy and policy influence. Leveraging black influence in all areas across the aisle, not just in the Democratic Party, not just in the Republican Party, but everywhere. Stop thinking a person isn't black if they're conservative or a person isn't smart if they're a liberal or all these other ridiculous things we have going for us there's enough advocacy and policy influence needed in the black community that's going to impact our community. But I also think that can be another form of responsibility. And then number six, cultural preservation talked about that too. Black history. There are things that about being black that should transcend generations that should transcend who you believe yourself to be black culture, black history, black traditions, It's the duty of those that are in the middle class, upper middle class, and upper class, the black elite, the black bourgeoisie, to ensure that that information is passed on to future generations. We should stop looking to other entities to always be the ones to undergird what we do. We need to start taking that on ourselves. And then finally... We need to bridge divides. When I say bridge divides, I I, I don't necessarily mean those with money and higher social economic status to give to those in lower income groups. I mean bridging divides and showing them how you did it and then they can do it too. We have this thing in our brain about competition that goes against it when when really if you think about it nobody can service everybody so when we talk about we want this many or that many we want, we want we want to serve everybody it's ridiculous but if we would just take our time and show those of lower income groups how you got your money in a higher socioeconomic status i think then We could create multiple millionaires. You think about the fact that the American economy is $26 trillion. There are only 331.9 million people in America. That's enough money for every single person in America. And I think, what do we have? 44 million black people to be a millionaire for everybody in your family. There's enough money to generate generational wealth forever. But yet we tend to look for things that are easy. Just drop my phone and low-hanging fruit. 833-212-1017 is the number. Can we help those who want to be helped? We keep complaining about people that don't want help, and and I don't know how to say it. I'm I'm, I'm trying to come up with a way to say it so that it's not deemed offensive, right? But the talking text line, Marquina said, I think you can help someone who doesn't want to help themselves. And and she said it better than I ever could. It's called not giving up on someone, giving them encouragement, giving them that extra boost, being an ear, listening to what's really going on.
0: You are listening to Truth in the Afternoon with Dr. Ken Harris on 1017 The Truth, The Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com.
1: trying to hear me saying i'm trying not to hiccup and belch or something you know because i got one of them thanks you know that-, that i guess that helped a little bit and and the putting the thumb over the face and and drinking cold water so it helped a bit that helped a little bit um hey i want to tell the folks huh okay um i want to tell the folks That um, this may not be important to you, but I got to I got to say, because my daughter is distraught. Her rugby team lost. And and she's a little upset. So I'm just saying no one ever won four rugby world title cups. Cup titles in a in, a, in a row and even on a soggy Parisian evening this really did have the feel of a truly momentous occasion South Africa has um, successfully defended their crown and any arguments about the most dominant rugby nation on earth can be temporarily laid to rest what an epic um, seesaw contest it was and remember it as a tale of two captains uh, South Africa's first black rugby captain Asiya Golisi um, hoisted the Webb Ellis Cup aloft in Japan four years ago. It was one of the most memorable images. And now, for every Springbok supporter, there's a glorious sense of deja vu. For his all-black counterpart, Sam Kane, in contrast, it turned out to be the darkest of nights, And my daughter's a huge, huge backer of New Zealand all-black team in rugby, and they lost the World Cup. So she sent a text the other day. I'm distraught. My team lost. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> and I thought it was like, okay. And she was, she was really upset. So my daughter played rugby in high school. And so she, and they had a championship team, you know, they were U19 and all that. And so, and DSHA has always had a phenomenal um, rugby team. So I, I just thought it interesting. She still watches it after all these years. And she was, and I, I'm using the term silly. I'm silly when I say distraught, but yeah, she was a little upset because her favorite team, all black, <sighs> New Zealand lost. Can't say I'm sad. Rob, you're on the award-winning 101.7 The Truth.
3: How are you? I'm well. Thanks for having me as a kid. Hope you all in the studio are well. I just want to say two things, maybe to help bridge the gap and to teach someone and to create generational wealth, or not even generational wealth, but something for yourself, is to find a product or a service, duplicate the process, and have discipline and spending. That's how you're going to get ahead. That's the only way. There's no magic trick to it. You have to work for it. Like Mm -hmm. I said, it's possible. Find a product or a service, duplicate it, and then make a profit and discipline yourself from spending, and you get ahead. That's it. All right. Thank you much. I
1: appreciate it. 833-212-1017 is the number. Sandra, you're on the award-winning 1017 The Truth. How are you, ma'am?
2: I'm just fine. How are you today?
1: I'm good. How was your weekend?
2: Uh, boring, probably I didn't do anything <laughs> That's a good thing that's a good, thing. yeah, you know, somebody else will call it boring, yeah. but uh, I kind of don't mind it because I always ran all my life, you know yeah. and uh, I mean like when I say that it's like with with the with the kids and, and and stuff like that with my mom and you know helping the family and helping neighbors and that kind of stuff, so I get a chance to sit down and relax, mm. Okay. So I take my little doggie to the park. I just got her back from the park, and I heard you talking about the children and how do we get them to want to succeed. And, and I, I had to call you.
3: Okay. I had to
2: tell you I had my blowout. I always get a blowout about the kids because mm-hmm. uh, I'm always I, I always feel that I'm, more could be done to help the kids instead of. Uh, but I, don't the kids have to like, step up to the plate too? To get, they get too old. Once they get too old, it's kind of hard because they're set in the little ugly ways. But I think if you grab them at the beginning, okay, I think we can we could get them right. And so, um, yeah, it's got to be hope. It's hope. It's, it's always hope to move jobs offshore. Sure. Get CEOs for that, so we can get somebody. And I even said like uh, um, a school that's got. It don't have to be prison, but just a school that's got the, um, kind of like kids have to stay in and learn. right? Like, like I think the Chinese or something do that like, kind of stuff. Well, they you're, have to talking,
1: learn. you're talking about a boarding school.
2: Yeah, and, and they have to learn because right. the future is going to be real bleak because if it's going to be all automated and all that stuff, they won't have a job. I say they're going to be sticking people up. You know, Boy, it's a, you know, it's
1: a lot of kids that went to high school and college, and I think we're going to be fine.
2: Well, I want to, I, I know that those are the, the, the good kids or the better ones, what you want to call. We have to reach down at that at that bottom and grab those that's not doing well. So we have to find a way to get them because those are the ones that m- might hurt you if they, you know, if they're hard up for money or whatever or strung out on drugs or whatever, whatever. But, um, no, I just had to tell you, I had my little blowout about the, the children, uh, over the weekend. Uh, <laughs> My favorite favorite sisters, law. We always have our little words, but uh, no. So I'm I'm looking into it, and I'm gonna get a percentage as to what what children are not doing well, and I'm gonna look at some other stations, and I'm gonna weigh the fact that uh, which group of children are. Of course, I kind of know who's doing the worst, but uh, I got an, an assumption they are too. That's an assumption.
1: That's an assumption. I a
2: percentage map. I want to see how each group of uh, people. Uh, I want, black I is, want numbers. I don't, is, I don't want
1: a percentage map. That's I what want I want. Numbers.
2: That's what I'm going after. I want actual
1: raw that's numbers. What
2: I'm going to, that's what I'm going right. to do. So whenever I my mouth, you know, and I have to listen to people beat them down, I, 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 at, at least I got something to stand on. Yep. Okay, then.
1: All right. Thank you much.
2: Okay. Bye-bye.
1: Bye-bye. And And she's kind of right she's, shes she's on it she you 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 have to look at the information that they give you and be able to compare it apples to apples, percentages, um individual versus household income all all those things. Um, we compare the things that make honestly white America look stronger, look bigger, look smarter, look. Better than other groups. And I think when you pare it down, there are certain equalizers in America that will literally give everybody a fighting chance. And the number one thing, as always, is education. You're listening to Truth in the Afternoon. I'm your host, Dr. Ken Harris. Tory Lowe's show is coming up. Next, it's going to be a great day tomorrow. We're giving away $5,000 to a lucky qualifier on um, Sherwin Hughes. So make sure you are here listening to the truth with Sherwin Hughes from 9 to 12. And if you're a qualifier, sit by your phone. Jackie was the last qualifier on the last show before we give away the one call. That's all Gruber 5K giveaway. God bless. Take care. Thank you, Rhea. Appreciate you. I, I got to salute you because you got the have All right. God bless. Take care. I'm out.